This is the racing symphony coursing through your veins. This is the house that Speed built. This is the LTV Sportscast. And now your host, Layton. Welcome, sports fans, to another episode of the LTV Sportscast. It is the Bitsy Motorrad Grand Prix von Österreich in Spielberg Forest in Styria region of Austria. Deja vu? I think so. Same track as last week. Red Bull Ring second leg of the double header with even a stronger promise of rain. So who knows? Who knows? Joining us today, Big J. J, how's it going, man? Good evening, Leighton. Uh, good evening, listeners. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you can say that again. I don't think I can. That intro with the the name of the, the same Austrian Grand Prix or the Styrian Grand Prix. I'll try. I'll try because uh, <laughs> uh, I think I'm pronouncing it right. That? Bitsy Motorrad Grand Prix von Oesterreich in the Spielberg Forest in the Styrian region of Austria. It's only because uh, last week I said, uh, I think it was the Michelin Styrian Grand Prix in the Spielberg Forest, in the Styrian region of Austria. So, yes, back-to-back uh, Red Bull Ring uh, Grand Prix. Very, very exciting. We're one Yamaha down already, but I think they've been racing like that most season, most of the season. Jay, uh, what do you think uh, of, of the news coming through that Maverick is not going to be jamming this weekend and we don't know for the rest of the season if Yamaha even puts him on a bike again? Well, I think Maverick deserves to be stood down and probably even dropped down into a mode two. I think the worst thing could have happened for him was winning that opening, I think it was a Qatar. Mm. And thereafter, I don't know whether he thought he became bigger than the team, bigger than the sport. I mean, looking to, to change. I think he changed his, his uh, race race manager during, the, the, I think, after the second or third race. Then look, the rumors of him going to Aprilia. I think I think the, the the lad's head is not in it, and you saw it at uh, the previous race where once he fluffed his lines and he and, and, and he stole the bike. I mean, you expected him looking at the pace, Fabio, and, and we've seen it all season. Fabio runs at this immaculate pace, and Vinales, if he's at the back, he doesn't seem to match that. And I think I think the team made a, the right decision. I think there it's probably a degree of sabotage or a degree of. Uh, Spoiled brat or sullenness, whatever you want to call it, from from Maverick and I, I I've been hearing has been going on. I think on, on social media platforms and, and complaining there. Um, I think the the lad's head is not in it. I think yeah, I think that victory at the start of the season probably gave him a bit of de- delusions of grandeur, and he's got a teammate on the other end leading the world championship, riding almost flawlessly. Mm. Uh, so I think I think it's the right decision later. Okay. Look, I tend to agree. I think there is big problems like you are saying, but I, I, I did cover that with uh, Rob in the previous pod regarding Maverick. Uh, what was interesting was there is a belief, or as far as I understand it, that he has been suspended, Yamaha suspended him, because he was unhappy with the engine, so he tried to blow the engine on the way back in so that they would be forced in a situation to replace and put a new engine in for him, as far as I have it. Now, whether that's true or not, 
who knows? But again, his attitude, I suppose, if you have to look from a boss perspective, you know, when you are the Yamaha people, this, this is a man that's carrying your brand. He's a brand ambassador and his attitude is intolerable. I think that's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. I think I think he's I think he's just playing down dumb because if you look at the quality that's coming through from Moto Two, uh, even the Moto Three, the Moto Three uh, riders as well. Mm. There's I mean there's such such great riders coming through. I mean the likes if you look in, even to see young Jorge Martin and how phenomenally he's done. Mm. But there's a lot of riders out of Moto Two that that could come in easily. Uh, well, not probably walk into the Yamaha first team, but. Uh, knock on the door and push push hard to get into into the premium class. So I think I think I think Vinales is very short sighted. He's 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 making decisions that his talent doesn't quite live up to. So yeah, all the best uh, to the young man. Hopefully, whoever's advising him or his team manager or, or, or agent can get him get his head back into the game. He's got talent, but right now his head's not in the game. Hundred mm-hmm. percent correct. Now, Jay, three three left uh, three left turns, seven right turns. On what is generally considered a dangerous track at, at the Red Bull Ring, and we saw last week there was a little bit of mayhem going into uh, corner number one on both of the on both of the starts. Uh, I know, I know, there was the jokes going out there with uh, Maverick on her. Not Maverick, Mark Marquez on a bumper goal. In all fairness, the first one was definitely his fault. Uh, what he did to uh, Alacious Espargo, but the second one, I think Quateraro pushed him into Alash for a second time. So I can imagine there was some very unfriendly words spoken um, between Alash Espargo and Mark Marquez. I wonder if Alash called a, his brother up saying, "Hey, Paul, listen, listen, you're in the you're in the garage. You're, you're there at Honda. Um, can you go uh, give give Marquez a little uh, <coughs> shoulder?" So, do you think brotherly love would have? Uh, do you think Paul would have come out come out to speak to Mark? Be like, hey, hey, come on, he's my butte, <laughs> he's my brother. You can't, you can't be, you can't be hitting my bro like that. I'm sure, I'm sure they probably. I mean, the Spaniards. I mean, there's a big contingent of them. They probably mm. travel together. And one of the things I've learned watching for my second season, as such, uh, there's a lot of camaraderie amongst the riders because they're on on the tour or on the circuit. The traveling circus, as you may call it, mm-hmm. a lot together. So there's, they, they hang out a bit. So I don't think there's much to it. Um, however, I think, I think it was today or, or earlier on in, in in free practice there was a coming together or running with Joan Mir and Marquez again. So there's there's a bit of argy bargy uh, going on there. And uh, Leighton, I'm disappointed in Marquez. I'm not going to talk too long about it. But you promised me this mean, lean angles rider who's going to come in and he's going to, once he finds his his fitness and form and he's going to mm. come and dominate all in sundry. And if he's not doing shenanigans in, in, in catching a toe from the from the pits and, and, and really frustrating riders, now he's going and uh, elbows out. Uh, the, the level of arrogance, so he's, he's, he's well, he's, he's displaying... A degree of arrogance that is talent right now, and and I speak just for right now what I see. Obviously, mm. he's a generational talent and probably one of the greatest there there was. But right now, his 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 talent is not coming to the fore, and it's actually all the other stuff. Uh, I'm one of the guys that tweeted that uh, with the Repsol Honda on top of the uh, bumper car uh, uh, on yes. Twitter this week. 
because because yeah, that's that's how I feel. So I think I think he needs to also get his get his head in the game. And I know it's difficult, and it comes with a big reputation. Mm. But in any any premier sport, if you've had that much time out of the game, um, the the upstarts, the the air incumbents, uh, the usurpers to your throne as such will be will be there, and they would have progressed, and they would have moved on, and they would have closed the gap that you've had on them over the years. So he's needs, uh, and I'm certain with his fitness, he'll get there. The question, I think, for you, because mm. you have have an answer, the resident expert when mm. it comes to that, <laughs> is that bike. Is that bike? Because uh, Nakagami on the Honda struggles, Paul struggling. Is that bike good enough? Look, that was going to be the answer to it. The fact is, when you look at Mark Marquez and you compare him to his, you know, factory teammate, uh, Paul Espargaro, who's obviously been on the bike a lot longer, uh, being obviously the new bike, the new sassy, you know, the season or whatever. And Mark is ahead of him in the championship. And he's raced five or six races less, is it? Three races less, uh, however many races less. But he has raced uh, less races than Paul Espargaro. And I, I think he's absolutely dominating. Paul Espargaro, I think, has got 41 points. And Mark Marquez at 58. And then now I say, you know, uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda, what if kind of situation, you know, all those things. If the the race, Pedrosa didn't come off the bike and... Uh, what was it? Uh, Ika, was it Ika that went over him? Or no? Was yeah. uh, or was it Lorenzo Salvadori? It was. Uh, it was Lorenzo Salvadori. No, no, but it was. It was no, I think it was Salvadori. You're, you're talking about turn three. Yeah. Turn three fireball. Yes. Fireball crash. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, I mean, at that point in time, when the race was red flagged, I think Marquez was all the way in third at a, at a time. And then he overran one corner a bit, but I think he was sitting fifth or sixth, but they they were all pretty tight in front at that time when, uh, uh, Bagnaya was, was leading the Grand Prix, but obviously before it was stopped. So there was obviously it was a really good start by Mark, but I think what happens again, you know, once they hit the re restart and they go through those same motions, uh, and then I think because he he was losing ground, he didn't get the same good start. He he got that bump from Quattararo into Aleish. He lost positions and he overran a corner. Um, so he made he made some poor mistakes. But the fact is, I think he still he he finished eighth. And where did Paul finish? Paul finished sixteenth. So, and they're riding the same bike. You know, so you 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 don't know you don't really know what's happening there. So I, I don't know. I'm not giving the man an excuse. I expect him to to show a little bit more, um, a little bit more composure, a little bit more consistency. Restraint. What you what you are? Yeah, exactly that. And what you are seeing in, and you've seen it now, Jan Mia. He's you're looking at the second week going into Austria, and whether it rains or doesn't rain, you assume Jan Mia is going to be up there at close to the top. I mean, there, there is there is value to that. I think Jan, where is Jan sitting now in the championship? He's third in the championship, ahead of both Bagnaya and um, Miller. So he, he's passed them already, and he's 
He's 11 points off Zarko on 121 points compared to Zarko's 132. Given Fabs, uh, Fabs, uh, uh, fabulous Fabio Quattararo, El Diablo is on 172 points, 40 points ahead. So that means he could take this weekend off and come back and he'll still be in front. Well, I think that uh, shapeshifter squat device, whatever you want to call it. On the Suzuki's, yeah. world of difference mm. on the Suzuki's. And you can actually see that when it goes lower. And mm. I mean, the tents, uh, give or take, where they were losing that before, um, especially on the stretch to the Ducatis. I remember the, yeah. I remember the first race and, and they went past uh, Jean Mier as if he was in reverse. And uh, so that's helped and that given the rider confidence. And you can see that he is, he is riding pretty well. But, yo, he looked like he was the rookie and the, the lad in front of him was the defending world champion. I don't think um, either of them made mistakes, really. On race day. I, Jorge almost rode off. I, I looked to see. I think they had one incident where he, where he went wider and then he, um, Juan caught up to him. And then thereafter that, it was flawless uh, riding from uh, Jorge Martin. Uh, and by the way, I, I had to listen to last week's podcast. Good call on that. Um, I think it's going to be difficult this week again with the weather playing, uh, mm. wreaking havoc there. So uh, I would like for it to be flag to flag. Um, there's more interest and more drama there. Okay. But if it's a wet race, uh, I'm not sure. But Jorge Martin, rookie, uh, very few. I think I think I think they called out about six or eight rookies, mm. the likes of Casey Stoner. Uh, well, we know Binder. I think Valentino as well had wins as a rookie. So Marquez, he's a very, well. very illustrious company. Uh, but he's got such composure. Dude, uh, amazing. And he did that in Doha too, uh, the second Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, he yes, lost on the yes. last corner and then, then came the injury. But yeah, he has a maturity in his riding beyond these years. Beyond these years. And again, and what you are saying is, if it is a dry race this week again, then you know, I, I assume my first thought is there Ducati is going to power through this. Uh, they they're definitely the best bike for the Austria the Red Bull Ring in a dry situation. But if it does, Which if Ducati? the Ducati is in general, or the you you look at both okay. Pramax no, no, I'm and both factories. So um, I wouldn't be surprised I, I think, to see Jorge do well again. Um, Bagnaya was doing well in the first time round, but I think again it's that mental restart, and I think maybe he lacks a little bit of that. Remember back when we started this whole whole pod before the season, uh, I think I spoke to you about uh, Bagnaya and uh, his inconsistency, and I I've, I've realised now the inconsistency doesn't come from his talent; it comes from his mental state of mind, and I think I, it must be very difficult. Um, to get going again, considering you were in front, you've done all the work, uh, and you were about, it looked like you were about to start gapping, and then uh, then you have to come back and do it again, and you don't get back into first. Like, then the mental the mental game must be massive, massive in MotoGP. But surely surely this is, this happens, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're riding from about six years old, and uh, they would have experienced it through the different classes and the different age groups, the same thing. But uh, correct it. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm but sure you're right. Worked, worked it out. Mm. Uh, no, I, I mean, Bagnai could be, he could be a gener- uh, once in a lifetime talent, got on a bike two, two years ago <laughs> and made it this way. This. I don't, obviously, mm. I don't know the history of, of, of Bagnai and, uh, and Ducati, but uh, I, I just I just feel, yeah, when it comes to that, 
these guys are elite athletes uh, at the top of uh, at the top of their craft, uh, getting paid the money uh, to ride those bikes uh, mm. full out. And we've seen Quattrado make that, and, and that was my doubtful about him this season, was that mental drop off that he had, and and the form that from leading the championship to crashing out. And we spoke about him seeing a sports coach, etc., a sports psychologist, and and that's 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 paid dividends. But there seems to be a few guys on the grid that needs it. <laughs> I think we spoke about Maverick already. Bagnaya mm. probably could be one of them. Alex Rins, another. So these guys were at the edge somehow, the, the, the mindset, or maybe just the concentration is just not there. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it is, if it is some, something that, because I think MotoGP is, is far more engaged than, say, Formula One. You know, you're far more engaged on the bike, and the rider has far more effect on on race times than, for example, a Formula One pilot, they're called pilots, not drivers, uh, than a Formula One pilot has. You know, because in, in Formula One, it's like 98% or 99% car and that 1% difference comes in with the, with the, with the pilot. And on MotoGP, again, I think the, the fact is you probably got a 30% effect on rider. Uh, and if the the mental if the the mental block is already there, and you're already feeling sorry for yourself, and then I don't want to say, you know, you know, maybe that's overreaching, but yeah, let's say Bagnai was feeling sorry for himself because he's done all the hard work, he's gone back, and now he's not in front anymore, and then it's uh, he tries a little bit too hard, squeezes a little bit too, rides a little bit harder into the corners, he doesn't, uh, you know, smooth throttle. Uh, and he doesn't carry enough corner speed, then he's he's falling back, and the further he falls back, the more negative he gets. And I suppose it's a vicious circle, man. Leighton, one rider that doesn't feel sorry for himself, doesn't fall back on come Sunday, is a certain Bradley Binder. Yeah, uh, not all not all Sundays. Because no, no, obviously not all Sundays. If it was all Sundays, he'd be the championship leader. <laughs> but uh, uh, having so, I mean, because. With the with the with the first start, he he got up. I think he was sixth uh, with the first start, and and I was kind of uh, bummed uh, at the restart because they had to reset, mm. and I had him as a gold rider in my fantasy team, and Quality. he and he went back and he and he did it again, and and he finished fourth. Uh, and by the way, it was his what birthday a last lap, eh? So Brad Binder, if you're listening, happy birthday to you, Brad. Um, I'm I'm a big fanboy right now, obviously being a South African, and yeah, the way that he. The way that he, I mean, and, and, and he passed, uh, he passed Zarko, uh, who was the other one? It was in Nakagami. Yeah. Um, it was two, two, two decent riders that he, that he passed to get into that. I think he position. got Nakagami uh, on the second last corner. I think. Yeah. So really, really, really incredible stuff. I was actually worried for track limits. I was actually looking. Hmm. He said because he did it two, two passes. I said, ah, track limits violation. I'm going to lose the lap and he's going to be penalized. And yeah, but uh, so I kept on waiting. I didn't celebrate his fourth until, <laughs> until the official results was out because I was worried there was a track because everyone was violating track limits yeah. at a stage because I had Jean, Jean Mir as my uh, other goal rider and I was hoping because Roge had a track limit. Why did he you have Jan uh, Mir as your gold rider? Huh? I, uh, you're not the biggest Jan fan. Because of the squat. Because of the squat, de- squat device. And then I, when I saw the times... Uh, and I, then I said, no, the squat device was going to make the change. They're coming out of the break, and they did development on the bike. 
um, and that was, and I could see that the FP1 and FP2 times he was up there and thereabouts. So, but again, I, I, I had my, I had my hopes on the KTM's doing well, and then obviously Miguel Oliveira. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't follow up this week as to his injury, as the, the extent of it, because he's not looking that pacey either uh, in free practice one and two this weekend. Uh, but neither is Brad. Uh, so I don't know the extent of Oliveira's injury. And that's going to affect him come Sunday. Guy, I just want to throw something out there uh, while we talk about uh, um, the, the the riders. Uh, Jan Mir is now clear, clear second highest point scorer on fantasy. Now he's, you know, he's uh, the fact that he's consistent, and when you mm. play fantasy, the consistency. So I think what Cotteraro is probably ahead of him. Yeah, it's for, um, uh, Fabs and, is on two eighty eight, and then Jan on two fifty three. And that's the thing. So he stays there, and he doesn't get fall off the bike, and he and he stays in the hunt. And if he's if he's mid division, he'll, he'll he'll push up towards the end to make mm. sure he gets that top five finish, at least. And that's what you want in a fantasy, in a fantasy asset or rider. Mm. And yeah, he is the defending uh, world champion, and uh, he's got a lot of fighting in him. He didn't have the bike to fight back, especially against those Ducatis. Mm. Now that he has the bike, because one of the things I've noticed watching Jamir is that if he's in front of you, there's very very few riders that. If they do overtake, that they can stick it because he generally he, he gets them back. Uh, so he's got a lot of grit and determination, mm. uh, especially. So I think I think those are good traits to have in a in a rider. Uh, but yeah, this 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 weekend this weekend's looking uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, if, what are your thoughts? So my thoughts number one, obviously, Ducati power is going to be paramount, like I said, and uh, I think Jorge Martin, if it remains dry will follow up with another good result. However, I do expect to see Bagnaya and Miller uh, show good form. And then I do expect the Suzuki. So Suzuki and Ducati will be this weekend. It's going to be the dominant thing. I don't know if Quattararo manages to get a podium again. You saw how happy he was. Can you Super happy. Can Super you recall, happy. Mm. Can you recall whose who's track time got deleted that gave... Jorge the pole. There, there was someone that went faster. I know it's Lekona. Uh, no, it, it, it was it was Bagnaya that had the fastest lap and then was pushed back. I think. I think it no, was. no, no, not this race. Not this. Oh race. no, no, no you're talking about in the qualifying. In the, in the qualifying. I yes. think it was uh, Fabio Quattararo. I think he had a, a had a fantastic last lap and then they ducked it out uh, well, because I think, of... I think yeah, I think it was Quattararo. Yeah, mm. I think it was Quattararo. So. I wonder what will happen in qualifying uh, this time around, um, but I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping for the KTM's to improve. And I think you've you've been a big proponent of uh, give KTM enough data and time, and they tend to improve Adapt, uh, performance out of yeah. the bikes. So I'm, I'm going to probably stick to them. Uh, and I, so from a fantasy point of view, I have Yamaha as Yamaha as my constructor, and that's probably the change I'm going to need to make. Oh, I have uh, the answer. Guy, I have the answer on last week's pod. I said I'm carrying over my uh, trade to see if I will get two trades uh, the following week. The answer is no. One out of one. You get one trade a week. Use it or lose it. And oh, so we sit. Yeah, so I'm sitting in a position. And hear me out. Hear me out, Jay. I might try drop Quattararo this week. Or Marquez. Haven't decided For a yet. Ducati? 
for a Ducati. No, I don't have Zarko. I I bought in Pekka in place of Zarko, and it hurt me a little at that time. And I still believe that's going to be the solid choice. I might actually drop Suzuki as my um, as constructor. my constructor purely to to bring in to bring in um, Ducati. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You can only make one change. You can only make one change. So either the constructor or the or the rider. Yeah, and I've got money. I've got money in the bank, so I'm okay. So I, I should be fine. I've got about seven hundred k left. Okay. So again, and like you said, and I, I marked it over here. Binder was absolutely amazing. Fourteen positions. Is that what he climbed? Twelve positions. How many? Twelve. Twelve positions he 12 climbed. Positions. And then the last lap, like you said. Um, Zarko was passed by both uh, Nakagami and Binder. I think, yeah, I think I think Zarko sometimes with his time management, he, he tends to find him out, uh, and then he does well with it. Then he he, he does the passing. So I think Zarko's going to deal with these tire issues there. Um, so that we'll see that because I think in free practice one, he was a, he was the quickest uh, today with the a new Suzuki's up there. Yeah, but he he, then, he monstered the Suzuki's. It it was it was I think nine tenths of a second, eight tenths of a second. He he beat so Mia, Mia, who was second, and Rins, he was nine tenths of a second. No, absolutely monstered there. Look, I think Ducatis are going to be amazing this weekend. Um, I think KTM won't qualify as poorly, but they will have a good race uh, this weekend. So and. And the rain, and the rain, the caveat of the rain. What happens then? Yeah, again, man. Because you, you, you tend to put all your eggs in the Marquez basket if it rains. The the you should too. It's the right decision. <laughs> and he can qualify mm. poorly, but if the rain comes and it goes flag to flag, and I know he fell at Lamar when it went flag to flag, but just keep in mind briefly, briefly at the time. This was just after he came back. He was leading when he fell. No, I recall. I recall. No one rides flag to flag like Mark Marquez. If it rains, it's the only reason I won't drop him because I still believe. And that's, that's why I, I set up last week for a, a wet. Uh, you, when you listen to the pod, you would have heard that. And then, and then other than him, it would be Zarko, I think. Zarko is another good wet rider. Jan Mir, most, uh, most, uh, Jan Mir. He's, he's so solid on the bike. The, the Suzuki chassis is so good. Um, it's a smooth engine as well. So the, you're just, you just expect, um, Jan and Mark Marquez to, to have good races. Um, I say that I, I believe Quattararo will have a good race, but I don't believe the Yamaha is cut out for, for rain. So that will be a little bit further back. What will be very interesting is the KTM's in the wet weather. And then uh, I think a more mature ride from Brad, when I say that not not so gung-ho, would see him do pretty well. You know, an Oliveira in the rain might see him do pretty well. I think Miller, Miller does okay in the rain as well. So the thought might be actually to bring in Miller. Um, sure. In, in place of Fabio Quattararo, I think that might be the call. I'll have two Ducati riders on my silver side, just in case it goes, um, in case it it is uh, in case it is wet. So I still get the Ducati enjoy the enjoyment of the. Fuck, I think we should do Jorge Martin. You know, steer into that <laughs> a little bit. 
<laughs> Why not? Uh, you you well, see, guys, if the momentum's on their side, there's no reason to believe that they can't do it twice. Except the, the wet weather, I think. Except, except the wet the weather, weather, and then obviously if it's if it's flag to flag as well, I think then then he should be he's going to be inexperienced in racing in that conditions. Do they do flag to flag in in Moto Two and Moto Three? No, uh, I wouldn't they know. Do not. So they yeah. don't. Okay, so then, so then it'll, be, it'll be his. <clears throat> so he'll be totally, totally uh, a novice to it. So he should definitely struggle if you're doing. So I think I think you're on the on the money there. If it if it, if it rains, look at the tried and trusted boys who get the job done, the Marquez and the Mears. But if it doesn't, then a punt on Jorge is worth it because, as you said, the Ducati's got the the pace and the speed, and they they. Yeah, they've they've won the last four or five at that circuit. They've got a firm grip on on the steering uh, on that Red Bull circuit. It just suits so that bike so nicely. I mean, it's not uh, it's it's difficult to think that it could be any different. Um, yeah. So, what what time are they riding? What's local time that they're riding there? Two o'clock. I haven't. To be honest with you, I haven't seen the time. Uh, I, I think, think I think I think it could be two. I'll just, I'll actually tell you right now if you hold on one sec. Uh, let's go the local time, which is GMT plus two on Sunday. We've got the Grand Prix at two o'clock. Now, uh, to answer your question, at two o'clock, they expect it to be uh, partly cloudy, but at three o'clock, uh, there will be rain. Now, if we have another one of those starts and the race starts late, you're expecting rain again. But the rain is pretty brief in the day. Sure, man. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's why I think you, you know, you're probably your safer choice is still someone that can be equally good in rain and dry. And I don't. I might go two weeks in a row without changing my squad. Now hold on. I'm going to change Fabio Quattararo um, purely because I don't think the the race favors um, the Yamaha. At all. I'll have to go look in on the following Grand Prix at Silverstone. Go do some, go do some, go do some research and go see, uh, what, uh, what is going on over there, you know, in terms of race results history. And then we're going to have to make a decision, a call on that, um, because I have to plan my transfer for the following week after that. But we did have a very good week on the, on the Pods League. Um, you hit 106 points. That must have been one of the best uh, scores in the world, for sure. <laughs> Where did you move up to? You were in, you were four thousand and something, and you are now. I still, um, I, I think, I, I, I when I looked at it, a top five, top five percent. When I when I looked at it, so I was I was quite chuffed with that. I, let me let me give you the. Let me give you the skinny on that. Uh, while while you go I look at that, world? while you go while two, you go uh, look at two that, seven, two seven eight one. two seven eight one, two seven eight one. Yeah, so I went up from four you four to two four two, something, two four something. Oh, so that's so it's close. And you and I, you and I are neck and neck. If yeah. I'm not we're still we chasing are. down racing tulips. Amanda still uh, dominating our uh, our pods league. Amanda, Amanda, we coming for you. We're coming for you. Uh, she's uh, she's about what's that? Twenty two ahead of me and seventeen ahead of you. So it's five points between mm. you and I. Um, uh, Rob Rob GP's Ooh. kind of had a Maverick Vinales. Uh, <laughs> he very much had a Maverick Vinales race. But but look at his gold riders. He had Jack Miller off the bike, Miguel Oliveira off the bike. 
did did not did not go swimmingly for for old Rob. Uh, Rob was so upset that he's left the, he's left England to go to Wales for a holiday because he can't handle it anymore. I think that's <laughs> if if you're listening, Rob. I know that's not your reason, but I'm saying that is, and you can do nothing about it. Hundred percent, Leighton. Okay, so who else yeah, did so well in our league? Uh, second highest score was Racing Tulips on ninety nine and a half, followed by Prashant Pillard on 99 so congratulations to you guys out there absolutely fantastic uh jay you've only got one boost left i have two boosts left and i need to i need to think i think this might be the week i'm going to use it i think i think rossi i think use it on rossi i think it's a good move valentino rossi use your boost on valentino rossi he's going to do it yellow smoke all the way (laughs) yeah just trying to throw you off so i can so i can Pass you. It's just me sabotaging you. Oh, it's okay, man. I suppose you got to do what you got to do, Jay. I, I I still remember being pretty pretty sour about the way that I landed up. Uh, I I almost tried to cancel that uh, the boost earlier in the season, and then it it kind of stuck that. it out. Hey, but it is what it is. I got two boosts left. So we'll take it from there. So Jay, 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 give me give me uh, your thoughts. Is it going to rain this weekend? Or is it going to be dry? Commit to something now. Can I go flag to flag and have both? And that's what I want. So I'm going to call it because if you, if we, and then this is utilizing the data, if, if the rain's coming at three o'clock and at two o'clock it's partly cloudy, if there's any changes in, in atmospheric temperature, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm not a meteorologist, so I'm going to say flag to flag, they start off in the dry and it starts to rain, change bikes. And yeah, off we go. So that's my prediction. Okay, so a little bit of So while you're sitting on the fence, give me your on the fence podium positions. Suzuki's, and I'm going to go Jack Miller. So the Ducati of Jack Miller with the with I'm and who's I'm, top I'm step? Looking at the Juan, Juan Mia, Juan Mia, Jack Miller, and and Alex Rins. Okay, if wow. he stays on the bike, uh, and this is just purely. From the pace that they've shown uh, in, in, in uh, free practice, obviously when the race starts, but I think I think Alex is due a podium anyway. So based on the squat device, uh, as well as the the pressure he's going to be on, because Jean is riding in a different stratosphere mm. to Alex, which seems to be the case with most number two riders uh, this season. But uh, if Alex if Alex uh, can get that bike hooked up and he's got speed, he just doesn't stay on the bike. So if he stays on the bike and it's uh, then it will be be that uh, three if it rains or if there's proper flag to flag then you can add uh, mark marquez to the mix okay so i'm going to set up for for the for the wet right uh in my fantasy squad and because i do that i have to i have to i have to believe you got to believe jay i think top step will be mark marquez if it rains no it's going to be jan mia you and i both agree on jan mia wow Fancy that, Mark Marquez in second. <laughs> squat device, squat uh, device, change me. And uh, taking up that final position on the podium, I'm actually, I'm almost certain I'm going to make this call now. Fabio Quattrara is going to be taken out of my squad, and I'm going to bring in Johan Zarco for podium position number three. I think that's a good call. I think that's a very good call. Right. So, Jay, um, 
best of luck to you this weekend and to all the racing fans out there. There is still nothing better than MotoGP, the best single hour of television on a Sunday that one person can watch at one time anywhere in the world. Absolutely amazing. We are blessed. We do have such a dynamic field. Watching Alex Rins now starting to come more into the season is going to create a different kind of pressure. Brad Binder's char- the charging Brad Binder on a Sunday. Hopefully we can see him qualify better from a South African perspective, obviously, because we've got to support our boy. I hope he qualifies really far up, and then I hope my prediction is wrong and Brad's on the top step. I'd be the happiest man, even though he's not in my fantasy team. Fuck, I've got to put him in my fantasy team. I don't know, I don't know what to do, Jay. I don't know what to do. I'm glad <laughs> you know what to do, and the listeners obviously don't know what to do. Amanda, if you can just send us through your uh, lineup for the, for the weekend so I can get that in now. Uh, I'll, I'll just get the same points as you and I'll just follow you up in the in the world rankings and then throw in a boost because I think you're all out of yours. So just give me a lineup and I'll throw in a boost and then we should be good. Jay, you good with that, eh? I think that's a good idea. Okay. And then if you are out there and you you're not following us on Twitter, make sure you follow us on Twitter. That's at LTV underscore sportscast. The link will be in the show notes. We are still keeping our MotoGP um, fantasy fantasy league still up for now. Uh, it's still up, it's still open. I don't think I can actually close it. Anyway, hey, it is there. So that's Echo Echo, Victor Tango, uh, Kilo Romeo, Seven Charlie. That will also be in the show notes. So make sure you do that. And then if you'd just like to give us some support, um, you can do that on coffee.com forward slash latent TV. And then if you'd like to just give us some feedback, you can either get a hold of us, like I said, on Twitter or drop a mail at feedback at latent TV. Dot com and follow us on Instagram at LTV Sportscast. Jay, have yourself a super, super amazing racing weekend. We know we've got English Premier League going. Our FPLs have just uh, kicked off this season. And right now, just before we end off this, Arsenal are, pl- are traveling to Brentford over there. Now, if you're a remote sports guy, that might not mean anything to you. But fantasy sports is something we do enjoy over here. So if you are jamming the and the FPL or you're watching the English Premier League, make sure you check our show out and join our podcast league over there as well. That will remain open. Jay, all the best. Cheers, cheers, bud. Cheers.